How big should a wedding planning team be? How do you build a team? And then how do you communicate with them so that everybody is on the same page? Hello, my friends, and welcome back. This is Andrea Epolito, celebrating life, luxury, and above all else, love. Now, this is a community where we talk about weddings, lifestyle, event design, and just how to live beautifully. There's also a healthy dose of business building and business mastery here. So if this sounds like something you love, I'm thrilled to have you. Please subscribe. But for now, we're going to talk about team building. Now, this is a question that came in on Ask Andrea. And I, I hear you. I hear what you're asking. The first thing you're saying is like, how many people should be on my team? How many coordinators should I have? And how do I keep everybody with the same vision? It's a good question, but it's not the best question that you as an owner can ask. And it's not the best question that your clients should be asking. So if you're a couple, this is going to apply to you too. So let's start with what I consider to be the most important part of building a team. And that starts with the head. That starts with the leader, the founder, the owner, the head designer. In my business, it starts with me. It's Andrea Polito Events is run by Andrea Polito, and that's a really big deal for me. But that doesn't mean that I should ever go it alone. It means that at the top level, at the highest point of business, you need to build a team of professionals, of consultants, of support that can allow you to do what you do best. So for example, I own and operate my company completely on my own. However, my husband is my partner in business and in life. He is the sounding board that I bring everything to. He is the person who reads drafts of my books. He is the person that I bounce ideas off of and that I talk about artistically, you know, which direction do I want to go in. And so he is my partner, but our success is so deeply tied that he is emotionally connected to the outcome of my business. And so while in 18 years he's not been wrong yet and he has always been my oracle, I needed somebody with a little bit of separation, somebody with perspective that didn't have blinders that could see me in the business in a way that I couldn't which is why I have a business coach. I've talked about him before. I've been very fortunate to work with Sean Lowe. He is the founder of the business of being creative for a very long time. Sean is the separate person. I don't live with him. I don't sleep with him. I don't wake up with him. And so he can apply a different vision. He can apply a different set of analytics to my business. I also have a lawyer who makes sure that everything is set up legally to be sound and to protect me and to protect my clients. Because as I've said here before, I believe in a mutual level of protection and respect. I have an accountant to make sure that the money that is flowing in and out is properly handled and that when it comes in, we put it in the right place so that I'm never chasing the next piece of business and that I am always able to protect myself and my interests, both professionally and personally. So when you're thinking about building a team, you need to think about how you support the business first. You need to be building your own board of directors, your own executive leadership team. That's where you want to start. And what you're really asking me is, do I hire? Do I expand? Do I grow? How many people should I have working for me? When really the most important people are the ones working with you. 
But once you have that in place, once you feel really good, whether or not you expand your team is going to be determined by the type of business that you run. So Andrea Polito Events only focuses on a very small handful of clients each year. I only take four to six projects each year. My connection with my clients is absolute. My clients never speak to an assistant. They never speak to an coordinator. Nobody answers my phone. Nobody handles my social. Nobody responds to my comments because I am there to see you. I'm there to look at my clients and say, we're in this together. And anyone else that would come close dilutes that. And that's just not the way that I've chosen to build my business. And so there is no support in terms of having an admin, having a coordinator, having a second. I just didn't. I'm not built for that. My clients and I are always together in this. Now, when I get to the actual wedding day, do I have a team? Of course I do. And those people are built up of three different things. There's the team of vendors that I put together and that I have hand selected because I believe that they are going to best serve my clients. And I believe that they are going to make me look good and that they're going to deliver the experience that I want my clients to have. Then there's unskilled labor. And this none of this is meant to denigrate or be disrespectful, but unskilled labor. These are people who don't have experience, who can't make effective decisions on my behalf in the room. Generally speaking, it's interns who are going through UNLV and who are trying to learn. I use them to do things like alphabetized escort cards. I use them to go through the ceremony and make sure that all of the chairs are lined up properly with a ruler. It gives them an opportunity to be around it, to see it, to do the basics, and it gives them a foundation to understand how important those little details are because they're very important. But what I'm doing, I can't, it's not a good use of my time to say, is every charger three and a half inches away from the edge of the table? I need to ask someone else to do that so that I can be managing all of the other things. And then I have skilled labor. So in my skilled labor practice, I have two options. There are times where I need a very skilled, highly trained professional to supervise or manage one experience. So great example, when we were in Lake Tahoe, we built this beautiful glass atrium. We built it during a snowstorm. I have fantastic production teams on it, but I wanted somebody that was my eyes, my ears. And so I went out and I found somebody that I trusted that new production that I said, this is the only, I paid her to come on the team. I said, this is what you're going to do. It's all you're going to do. You're going to supervise it from this time in the morning to this time at night. Anything that you feel is a question mark, run through me. But if you have to make a decision, I trust you to make it because I believe that you're skilled enough to do what I would do in this place. Was fantastic. The other skilled labor I use are people who actually pay to come and do a work experience with me. So I often work with a wonderful wedding planner. She's from another state and she doesn't always have the opportunity to do the types of productions that I'm doing. And so she has paid to come to Vegas. She's very talented. She knows what she's doing, but she's trying to build up her ability 
to learn. And so for somebody like her, she and I work together and she is more than capable. I'm not training her. I'm not teaching her. I'm providing her with an opportunity to get experience, to understand, to learn in a hands-on scenario. But I also trust her because I know she's good enough and she understands business, professionalism, how to speak to people, how to present. So that's how I've built my team. There are so many other ways to build a wedding business. And I am not going to tell you what is best for you. I'm just going to create options. You may be somebody who doesn't do four events a year. Your company may run 60 events a year, which is so many. In that case, you need to have multiple wedding planners, multiple coordinators. And then it's your job to turn around and say, okay, does this person share my worldview? Can I train them on how I like to design? Can I teach them how I want things to look? And then when you, as the leader, meet with a couple, meet with a client, and you decide, yes, we're in this together, we're going to work together, it's then your responsibility to take that client and match them with the appropriate planner and the best person from your team. And then you're supervising. You're saying, let's see where you are with the design. Let's see where we are with vendors. How does the timeline look? Are we in a good place? Because when you do that, you're able to filter down. And in a way, it's diluted, but it's also very collaborative. And you're saying, this is who I am. This is what the company believes. And these are the people that I have said, I trust you with my business. And I trust you to create an experience not unlike the one that I would create. And you're still involved, but you're managing your people more than you're managing your clients. It's a great business to build. It's very lucrative and it allows you to have a lot of, you know, a wide range. It's not the business that I wanted to build, but I do have friends who have and operate and run these businesses. They're very successful, they're very profitable, and everybody there is happy. Just because it makes me crazy doesn't mean it's not the right choice for you and vice versa. Now, the biggest thing that I am going to tell you is that information is power. In my world, in the space of ultra luxury, I need to have all of the information that my clients need and it needs to be in my brain. And then I disseminate it to everyone, to the skilled labor, the unskilled labor, I put it in the timeline. I host phone calls about it. I get everyone on the same page. I share photos, videos, sketches, demo pictures, and I make sure that everybody working has a shared vision. But I also need to be able to move through all of these places and spot check to say, are you doing the thing that I need you to do? Is the work that you're doing right now as the florist, as the lighting tech, as the rental company, is it in line? Because when we open the doors, everything that my client has given to me needs to come out through the work of others. And so you will never be able to over-communicate your vision, your client's needs to anyone, whether they are an internal team member or an external one. So I hope that this has kind of, you know, given you some idea on what's important. You should always be building a high-level team and then filtering down. And if you have any questions about team building, about how to share information and about how to kind of, you know, keep everyone talking, it's always emails, photos, videos, and timeline. 
But if you want to deep dive into that, please leave me a comment below. I would love to answer your questions. This community is built for you because I absolutely love, I love what we do. I love who we do it for. I love who we do it with. I love that you've spent your time with me. And until next time, celebrating life luxury and above all else love, we'll talk again soon.